afford to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is the Monday bonus episode. What do we got going today? We got songs about girls, or as we're calling it, girls, girls, girls. So, uh, I asked people, not people, what if I just went out on the street and asked people, hey, you got a song with a girl's name in the title? No, I asked uh, the uh, listeners to send me their favorite songs with uh, girls' names in the title. And people dug deep. You know? There's no Allison by Elvis Costello. You know? There's no Christine 16 by Kiss. People went for it. They did not, uh, they did not give me the songs that I thought they might give me. So good on you. Good on everyone. Even have some artists today, I believe, that we have not played before. Which, that's not hard to do. There's a million uh, artists out there. Bands, solo artists, whatnot. Let me think what else I can tell you. This Thursday, I'm going to feature Mike Reno from Loverboy as my guest. It's excellent. This guy has so many stories and he's, he's, he's fun and funny. And we talked for about an hour and 45 minutes and that's without even having music dropped into it. So, uh, it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm excited about it and, uh, hope you enjoyed John Anderson last week. He was lovely, gave me an hour of his time and, uh, I had a ton more questions to ask him. But, um, couldn't get to it. But Mike Reno, he stuck in there. Uh, we would still be talking if I had questions. He would, he would have continued to talk. He was pretty cool. Sad thing is, uh, on Zoom, again, I'm Zoom. I hate it. But the bad thing is I did not record the video via Zoom. So, so excited you know, I have like one of those little slide windows on my laptop. So, you know, it said like, uh, oh, Mike needs to be admitted into the uh, Zoom room. So I clicked on that and then I slide it and boom, there's Mike Reno. What? And then I, uh, and then I never pressed record for the video. Got the audio and this is an audio podcast. So, uh, you know, we're good. We're good in the audio. But I would have liked to have the video. So that's all. Mike looked good. Had a black t-shirt on. Had some uh, Bono-typed blue uh, tinted glasses on. Not sunglasses. Just glasses. Shaved, showered. Guitars behind him. Was in a cool room from Canada. And, uh, And you'll get to hear that Thursday. Unless you're in the ASAP club, then uh, you've already heard it. By the time you're listening to this, you've heard it. 
All right, here we go. We are going to get uh, right into this right now. Girls, girls, girls. Songs with girls' names in the title. I've got a few in here. I'm going to kick it off. This is a this is a deep track from Foreigner. It's from Foreigner Four. I've always loved this song so much. Never knew a girl with this name until uh, a couple of years ago, and then the uh, the woman that works at the uh, place where I play tennis, where I haven't been for a long time, uh, she works the front desk, and she's really cool. So uh, I guess this is dedicated to her. Um, if we're dedicating, I don't know. But uh, this song is called Luann. Graham's voice is great. That guy kicks ass. I love that song. I don't know what it is about it. I love the, I love everything about it. I love the music. I love the words. And I love that uh, the name Luann is not... Come on. You, you, email me if you know a Luann. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. The next song coming up. This is from, uh, let me make sure I have this right before I play it. Yep, here we go. So, got an email from a guy named David Grofier, and he wrote it phonetically so I wouldn't screw it up. And he was having trouble recording his intro. And. So he asked if I could read this and then play a song. So I'm going to start with that. And everyone knows how I read. Let me see if I can get through it. Very early in the morning. Friday, July 10th. 5.38 a.m. No one awake but me and the cat. Here we go. The email starts... Hello, Pat. My name is Dwight. Uh, uh, see? See what I mean? My name is David Grofier from Boston, Massachusetts. Been listening to the podcast for over a year and decided to finally record an intro. And guess what? My stupid iPhone doesn't want to let me attach the audio clip to email. Uh, and left his at laptop at the office. Perhaps you will decide to play the song anyway. It is 27 Jennifers 
by Mike Dowdy. Now, I might be saying that wrong. D-O-U-G-H-T-Y. From his 2008 album, Golden Delicious. Many might recognize him as lead singer of Soul Coughing. He was also the last live show I saw in late February before all of this madness started. Well, thanks for the hard work of putting this show together. I look forward to it every week. Regards, David. All right, I got through that. I didn't really get through it. I made him stumbled twice. But uh, and this is how you know I'm not going to edit it, because I could easily edit it. And it sounds sweet. But now it's just going to sound the way it sounds. All right, let's hear this song, 27 Jennifers, by hopefully uh, Mike Dowdy. Here we go. I went to school with 27 Jennifers. 16 Jens, 10 Jennies, and then there was her. might be the one that I've been seeking for. You might be the strangest delight born. You might be the girly who shall end all girls. You might be the sweet on the spike I rode the bus with 27 Jennifer. 16 Jens, 10 Jennies throwing shade at her. Twenty-seven Jennifers. Thank you, David Grofier. Of course, I responded to David and told him uh, what to do in regard to sending it. So hopefully, he gets that worked out. Hopefully, we will hear his voice in the coming weeks. All right, coming up. What have we got? Let me see how this is going to play out here. Okay, okay. A couple of guys picked the same song. So you know how we do it. We're going to hear their intros back to back and then into the song. Here we go. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. Songs about girls. How about Lorelei from Styx? 1975 album Equinox. Released as a single the following year. A great interview with Dennis DeYoung. Thank you. Uh, he talked about the departure of guitarist John Karaluski. And uh, Tommy Shaw joined the band for the tour. Uh, interesting story I heard from Tommy Shaw during a concert around the year 2000. Uh, describing his... Um, experience uh, getting into the band he was playing a bowling alley gig as a solo artist uh in like the lounge and uh it was practicing in the afternoon and one of the bowling league senior players came up to him and said can you keep it down We're trying to practice flash forward not too long he's 
in a limo go on a way to a big stadium gig and and he thought to himself, hey, lady, I got your bowling alley right here. <laughs> Here's Lorelei by Sticks. Hello, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. For this week's bonus episode, I'd like to make a long-distance dedication to my lovely wife, Lori. She's probably downstairs watching Forensic Files right now. A nickname I've always called her is Lorelei. I discovered later that her mom would sometimes call her that as well growing up. Lorelei by Styx is my go-to song I sing around the house. I was thinking maybe my family would prefer to hear the Styx version. Take it from the top, Pat. Guess what? We kind of have a little bit of a title fight coming up here. And you'll see exactly what I mean. Well, you won't see it. You'll hear exactly what I mean when I play this next intro. Are you ready for it? Here we go. Hey, Rock Solid listeners. This is Mike Bagford here. I'm going to go with a band I don't think has been played on Rock Solid yet. Uh, this is Wishbone Ash. And they like to do obscure women's names. And this one is called Lorelei. Sticks Lorelei versus Wishbone Ash Lorelei. Sticks version came out in 1975. Wishbone Ash version came out in 1976, just a year apart. Of course, I go with the Sticks version because I know it all my life. But uh, Wishbone Ash, that wasn't too bad. 
By the way, if you go see Styx, they play Lorelei live. And if you go see Dennis DeYoung, he plays it live. And the reason being is that that song is co-written by Dennis DeYoung and James J.Y. Young. So when you go see Styx, uh, J.Y. sings it. He does a good job, too, on the vocals. So uh, if you like that song, they're playing it live. Not right now, because there's no shows. But soon, when do you think there'll be shows? 2021, right? First time we go back to a show, it's going to be very strange. I wonder if people are going to wear masks even when we get the, uh, the green light. It's going to be interesting. All right, this next guy always mixes in his audio and his song. So I'm going to let this play, and then it'll go right into the next intro and song, and then um, and then I'll be back. So here we go. Greetings, rockers and soliders. West Anthony here. I picked a song with not just any woman's name, but the name of a woman who exists in real live life. Back in late 2001... Winona Ryder was arrested for shoplifting a bunch of stuff worth 5,500 smackaroonies from a Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. And it took about a year, because the wheels of justice are a dick, but she was eventually convicted of grand theft, shoplifting, and vandalism. And she was put on probation for three years, and she had to pay fines, and see a counselor, and do community service. Which is probably why she made that Mr. Deeds movie with Adam Sandler, because what other reason could there be? Anywho, a New York folk rock duo called The Kennedys wrote a whole song about it back then. And it should have been more popular. But hey, Bob Dylan writes a song about a real-life crime like the lonesome death of Hattie Carroll and he gets a Nobel Prize. But when anybody else does it, it's dismissed as a novelty. Here's The Kennedys with Why Winona Why. I, I changed my mind. I changed my mind about going directly into the next song, and I'm going to tell you why. So, this is weird, but it's true. I swear this is true. Uh, way before Winona Ryder got arrested for uh, for shoplifting, I was at the um, uh, what do they was it? What's it called? The uh, what's the mall called? Is it? Is it the uh, Beverly Hills Galleria? 
Is that what it was called? Should have looked the name up before I started telling my story. Anyway, I was in a women's store, just probably, you know, shopping for a present for Pilar. Or maybe I was getting something specifically that she asked me to pick up for. But uh, Winona Ryder's in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Winona Ryder. You know, it's pretty cool when you see, uh, you know, that was early on when I moved out here. It was pretty cool to see a celebrity, you know, just doing a normal thing like shopping. And uh, I still enjoy seeing that. But um, so this is pretty cool. I'm like, you know, I, there she is. And so, um, you know, I'm milling around doing my stuff. But, uh, you know, there weren't many people in the store. So I kept seeing her. And then at one point, she pulls uh, like some pairs of socks off the rack and she sits down and she undoes one of the pairs of socks and she puts them on and then she puts her shoes back on and and that I'm like I in my head I was like well, that's weird and um, I figured well she's just gonna when she checks out she's just gonna pay for those and uh, now I don't know if she did do that, but I'm thinking she didn't because I remember coming home and telling Pilar this story. I'm like, that's kind of weird, right? Like you just take some socks off and put them on and then you're wearing them. So uh, I believe that uh, I saw um, I saw Winona Ryder shoplift once. Very strange. Very weird. All right. I don't know if that was worth it or not, but uh, I thought it was. All right, here we go. Next song. This is Lisa from Chicagoland, and my girl song pick is Eloise by one of my favorite bands, The Damned. The original was by Barry Ryan in 1968. The Damned version was released in 1986. It officially hit the UK charts at number two. It hit number 86 on the US Billboard charts. For me, seeing this song performed live front and center was like a religious experience. It is one of those songs that no matter how many times I hear it, it still takes away. I hope you enjoy. I'm always there, she knows I'm there, and heaven knows, I hope she goes. I find it hard to realize that love was in her eyes, it's dying now, she knows I'm crying now. Excellent choice, Lisa. Never heard that song before. 
Also, there was a little glitch on Lisa's uh, intro. It's on the MP3. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I couldn't uh, fix it. So uh, sorry about that, Lisa, and sorry about that, listeners. Also, I looked it up. It's not the not the Beverly Hills Galleria. That, that's not even something that exists. It's the Beverly Center, the Beverly Center Mall. And used to be able to walk there from where Pilar and I used to live. So that's where it was. Just saying that to add credibility to my story that I saw Winona Ryder shoplift. All right, let's do a title fight. Some of these songs I, I would look up uh, and see if I had a song that we could title fight with. And believe it or not, I had another song called Eloise. So back in uh, 1994, I used to get this magazine. It's called Ice Magazine. It was just literally a list and had a few articles, but it was basically a list of the upcoming albums for the next uh, month or so. And one of the albums was something called Bruce Springsteen, The Early Years. You know, so I'd have to seek this out and find out where I could get it. I think you could only order it online. Actually, I think this was written in Backstreet's magazine, which was a, that's where it was, because it was a Bruce Springsteen magazine that I would get. And uh, so you could order this thing called Bruce Springsteen in the early years, two-disc set, I don't know, like maybe 30 or 35 songs, all unreleased. So uh, I ordered it, and it's it's all these early recordings that sound phenomenal, I don't know who stole these. They obviously weren't allowed to release them, but I own these and it's great. And it's stuff that has not appeared a handful of them. I'm literally saying like five of them have appeared other places since, but they all remain unreleased and the quality's great. And so here's a song called Eloise. And you're going to hear that this song eventually turned into another song. That's Bruce Springsteen's Eloise, which uh, went on to become Growing Up. And uh, I, I didn't even know that I had that song in my iTunes, or if I did, I forgot it. I mean, I knew I had the early years collection, but um, but I, I totally forgot about that song. So hope you enjoyed that virtually unreleased. I can't believe Bruce hasn't release this stuff. That, that was the whole song too. That clocks in at one minute and six seconds. So 
There you go. There you go. Greetings, rock solid friends. This is Carly Anderson. For my pick this week, I wanted a song about a girl, sung by a girl, from a band that had never previously been played on rock solid. I consulted Carrie Scott's rock solid database and discovered that Susie and the Banshees have never been on the show before. So let's fix that. In purple, now she's a turtle. It's Christine. Disintegrating Christine, the strawberry girl Christine, banana split later Christine, the strawberry girl Christine sees her face is unfurled. Sometimes I get lost listening to the music and then I forget to fade it down. Thank you, Carly Anderson. It's a good one. Thank you, Carrie Scott, for the Rock Solid database. And uh, thank you, people, for picking tracks that haven't been played or artists that haven't been played. I appreciate it. You can tell that I didn't do that. I started the show with Foreigner. Good job, Pat. Good job. All right, coming up next, we have a guy that has edited his song into his intro. So I'm going to play two back to back. This time, I promise I will. I promise. Here we go. Hey, Pat Francis and the Rock Solid listeners. Hope everybody's doing well. This is Tor Hansen. Pat, you called out for a song featuring a girl's name or a woman's name. And you used the example Athena, which immediately made me think of my one of my favorite albums of this year by the Nova Twins, a duo from London who do like fuzzy, funky, heavy, cool music. Uh, their album, Who Are the Girls? It's about 35 minutes, nine songs, super tight, distorted, and super fun. And this is Athena off of that album. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid podcast listeners. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. My girl song this week is from Bruce Springsteen. He released his most successful album, Born in the USA, in 1984. The album spawned seven, yes, seven top ten singles. Even though I had the album, 
I always went out and bought the singles as soon as they were released because the B-sides were some great, never-previously-released songs. My entry this week is the B-side to the sixth single released from the album. The A-side was I'm Going Down, and the B-side is a great gem called Janie, Don't You Lose Heart. A little side note. If you listen to the end of the song, the last verse of the chorus is sung by E Street Band guitarist Nils Lofgren, his first appearance on a Bruce song. I hope you enjoy Janie, Don't You Lose Heart. Excellent choice tour with Athena. I could have done a uh, title fight there, but since we just had the other Athena on the show last Monday, there was no need to do that. And then Mike Wiles hits us with one of my favorite B-sides of all time. Janie, don't you lose heart. I mean, I could not believe how amazing this song was. Like, you know, usually a B-side, sometimes you think in your head that it wasn't up to par with, you know, the songs that were on the album. But man, this is, I, I just love it so much. Thank you, Mike. Never get tired of that. And and definitely at the end, you can hear Nils singing with Bruce and it's, it's pretty great. Those guys, uh, those guys play so well together. I'm team Nils. I've said before, little Steven, that guitar's not even plugged in. Here we go. Next up. Hey, everybody. It's Kyle Hildreth from the Woods of Western Mass. And this week we have the song with a girl's name in the title. So I'm going to choose the band Nazareth and their 1976 song, Vicky, from the album Close Enough for Rock and Roll. Now, Nazareth is a hard rock band that can be a little bit polarizing, I think, due to original lead singer Dan McCafferty's voice. Um, you might hate it, you might love it. Personally, I love it. I think it's great. But this week, we're not going to have to worry about that because this is one of Pat's favorites, an instrumental. But it's different. It's not one of your usual hard rock Nazareth songs. It's a quiet, beautiful, twangy, some might say delicate song. But there's not hours of mindless noodling. I mean, the whole thing's under two and a half minutes, so that's something even Pat can like. So here we are, Nazareth with Vicky.
This is Matt Berkey. I've picked the song Mona by Bo Diddley, a very important musician that influenced Buddy Holly, Elvis, the Beatles, and the Rolling Stones. The song Mona is about a 45-year-old exotic dancer from a bar in Detroit. Enjoy. First up was Kyle Hildreth with Vicky, an instrumental from the band Nazareth. Hey, that works. That fits the criteria. Uh, I didn't say that the, the name had to be sung. So that works. Nice little instrumental. And then that played us right into Matt Berkey with a, a kind of a long intro for Matt, 20 seconds, introducing a song just called Mona by Bo Diddley. I always like when people say it's uh, it's about an exotic dancer quotation marks exotic we know what that means uh believe it or not i have a title fight for the song mona i think there were a couple i think i might have had a couple other songs just called mona maybe mona maybe they were covers of the bo diddley this is not though this is a, from a james taylor album called that's why i'm here from 1985 and this song, Mona, is about uh, his pet pig. Here we go. Life's good friends are hard to find And now one of mine is dead And things I should have said to her I shall say to you instead, oh, Mona, Mona, so much you love, a bit too much you take care of, Mona, Mona, got too big to keep, too damned old. Wake up, Murray. Wake up. Play that song to give Murray a little nap during the episode. Um, so it's his pet, but, you know, he was at one point willing to eat that pig. It's right there in the song. All right. Next up, a guy that shares the last name, Berkey, with Matt Berkey, but uh, spelled differently, so no relation. 
Let's hear what this guy's got to say. Hello, Pat. This is Brian Berkey from Pennsylvania. And since you asked, no relation. For my song with the lady's name, I've selected something from my favorite band, Yola Tango. This tune not only has a woman's name in the title, but it's also sung by the female drummer of the band, Georgia Hubley. Apologies if this song is a little bit too mellow for all the solid rockers. From the album, And Then Nothing Turned Itself Inside Out from the year 2000, the song is Madeline. Tango, Brian Berkey, no relation to Matt. Matt Berkey is B-U-R-K-E-Y. Brian Berkey is B-E-R-K-E-Y. But when he sent me an email, I immediately said, you related to Matt Berkey? Because I don't have the spelling of everyone's names in front of me at all times. How do I know? All right, coming up. Next song, next intro, and then I'm going to have a, uh, a title fight to go with this song. Let's do it. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Woody Meacham from Oak Park, Illinois. I love topics like this because it's always interesting to see, are people going to go with the old classics like Sweet Caroline or Jolene by Dolly Parton? I've decided to go with Maureen from Fountains of Wayne. In honor of Adam Schlesinger, who passed away recently due to COVID-19. Maureen was on a compilation album called Out of State Plates that happened in 2005 and was previously unreleased. We're going to kick this one off right at the beginning with some flangy guitar. And if you do not get up and start dancing, you're dead inside. So here is Maureen. Ah, 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 ah.
Excellent song. Rock in peace, Adam Schlesinger. Real quick, uh, Woody Meacham has a, has a vocal quality similar to West Anthony. And they both edit their songs right in to their intro. Am I being punked? Was that West Anthony? Is there no Woody Meacham? Is that West Anthony's alter ego? I was about to say we will find out, but we won't. How, how am I going to do that? Am I going to call these guys right now? Um, here's the title fight. That song was called Maureen. I have a song called Maureen from 1978. The album Life for the Taking. And it's just dawning on me that this guy is also a rock in peace. This is Eddie Money. And I'll tell you how I first found this song after I play it. Here we go. Title fight, Maureen versus Maureen. Here's how I found that song. Uh, Kyle's mom, my sister-in-law, her name is Maureen, but she goes by the name Mame. My brother actually calls her Mo because her maiden name was Owens, was her last name. So her initials are M-O. So my brother calls her Mo. But um, yeah, I was looking through her record collection way back when, and I'm like, oh, I had any money. That's cool. I didn't know that Mame liked Eddie Money. I flipped it over and I saw the song Maureen. I'm like, ah, I bet someone gave her this album because of her name. And that's it. That's my story. That was also another nap for Murray because that snore story went nowhere. I call it a snorry. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next up. Coming up. Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid Nation, or Solid Rockers, or whatever we're calling ourselves. I think I like Solid Rockers better. Anyway, this is Aaron Lowe again, calling from the beautiful San Fernando Valley. That's beautiful in quotation marks right now. This time we're picking a song with a woman's name in the title. And I decided not to wait until the last minute, like I normally do, and just went with my first choice. So I'm paying tribute to my teenaged goth years with my pick this time, The Cure's 1981 non-album single, Charlotte Sometimes. The song is heavily inspired by the 1969 children's novel of the same name, and while I've never read it, I can guarantee that it was highly influential to Robert Smith. 
Not only is it the basis for this song, but also the song's B-side, Splintered Inner Head, and the song The Empty World from The Cure's 1984 album The Top. While The Cure often had literary references in their work, probably most notably their debut single, Killing an Arab, which was inspired by Albert Camus' novel The Stranger. Do you like my pronunciation there? I googled. But Charlotte sometimes is, as Robert Smith has admitted, a direct lift from the source material. The lyrics are pretty much just adapted lines from the book. So here you go, Charlotte Sometimes, an early favorite from The Cure, a band that was absolutely the soundtrack for my high school years. Hope everybody is doing well here in quarantine as things start to open up a bit. Hope you're keeping your sanity. Hope everybody is staying safe. Sometimes. I wasn't watching the time. I hope I played enough of it. Thank you, Aaron. I don't know that tune. I got some cure in my iTunes, but I don't know that tune. This next tune, though, I do know. Might have even played it on here before. Let's check it out. Hey, Rock Solid Podcast. My name is Brendan Day. I am calling in from New York City. Big fan of the show. I've been listening for a couple years now. I've always wanted to submit a song, but I I seem to always miss the deadline until now. So here is my submission. (laughs) So my song choice for songs about women is from my favorite band, ACDC. The song is Whole Lotta Rosie. Um, I got to see this band twice. They're amazing. For anyone that's seen this band live, when this song comes on, you know it is uh, quite the spectacle. So yeah, a whole lot of Rosie, enjoy. I won't tell you a story about a woman I know. I come loving, steal the show. She ain't exactly pretty. Ain't exactly small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty six. You can see she got it Nineteen seventy-seven from Let There Be Rock. That's Bon Scott killing it on the vocals. Love that song. Sounding good in the Bose headphones. Brendan, I think was this your first time, Brendan? That was good. You did good. 
Can't complain about any of that. So what have you guys been doing during the quarantine? Or the lockdown? Or the stay inside? Or the stay safe? Don't be a mask hole. Put a mask on. Um, here's what I did last night. I watched two Bruce Lee movies that I've never seen. First one, The Big Boss. I think it says it all. There's The Big Boss and Bruce Lee's got to take him down. And then the second one was Fists of Fury. These two movies were made a year apart. Written and directed by the same guy. Virtually the same cast in both of the movies. The Big Boss looks like it was filmed in about three days. And then Fist of Fury, it, it, it's, it, it, looks like, it looks like an Academy Award-winning film compared to The Big Boss. So uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of uh, <laughs> just, do I want to say crazy movies? I don't know. The dubbing on these movies is ridiculous. The voice that they decide should be coming out of Bruce Lee's handsome face in both of the movies. It, it, it doesn't work either time. So, uh, but it was cool. I got these movies to review. It's, it's, it's actually called Bruce Lee's Greatest Hits. It's a Criterion collection. So, you know, the, um, everything is on point. The audio and video is is stellar. And uh, so the next couple of days, hopefully uh, I'll watch The Way of the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. That's a classic. And then Game of Death. Nothing to do with music. I'm just, uh, I'm just telling you what I've been doing. Oh, also the big boss, speaking of music, it, it felt like 11 different guys scored the movie. Like every, every scene had a different style of music that didn't work with the scene or with the movie. All right. This guy's been here before he's co-hosted. Let's check this guy out. Hello, Pat and rock solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. For this episode, I figured I'd look to my wife and daughters for inspiration but the only song I could seem to find with one of their names in the title was Sweet Baby James for our youngest daughter. Since that one was already played in the jukebox, I chose another song from that same James Taylor album, Blossom. Blossom is the second track on side two of Sweet Baby James, and according to what I was able to find on the internet, Blossom is the 1,638th most popular name for girls who were born in 2020. Sweet Baby James is a great album, and Blossom is definitely one of my favorite tracks. Hope you all enjoy. Take care. Down beside me, Blossom, there's a sweet dream on my mind. There's a song inside me, take these chains away. Now send the sunshine down my way whenever you call my name. I know what you mean to say to me, girl, it's all the same. Blossom, smile, some sunshine down my way. Lately I've been lonesome, Blossom. It's been much too long a day. Seems 
getting a lot of rest during this episode. Two James Taylor songs, My Horrible Story. Murray might, this might, this Murray might have just checked out after a second James Taylor song. He might not be able to take it. All right. Here's my BFF. We've gone to see Maiden together. That's Iron Maiden for people that don't know. People in the know just call it Maiden um, or the Stones. You figure it out. Who am I talking about when I say the Stones? I think you know. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Tom Neuerberg chiming in on the listener episode. Songs with ladies' names in the title. Let's go with Chasing Heather Crazy. A great song by a great band. My voices. Stay safe, everyone. Bye. Trailing off the likes of it, she likes it when it grows. Sending out a candidate, she's sinking her foes. Picking out the leveling wherever it goes. song tom guided by voices tom's uh tom's mp3 glitched a little bit too that could be on my end then maybe it's a problem i'm having so sorry about that tom uh if i had never heard that song before and i didn't know the title of the song i would have thought he was singing chasing after daisies but it's not it's chasing heather crazy it's from the album isolation drills that's Guided by Voices' uh, 84th album. Came out in 2001. So pick that up. And I'm going to adjust the volume a little bit. These songs seem to be coming in hot to me. Let's see what I can do. I've also noticed that I've been saying, here we go, before each intro. And that's got to be annoying if you've heard that now 27 times. So for this one, I'm just... I'm just going to say have at it hey pat and the solid rockers this is matt creased from new hampshire first time long time i've wanted to get it on these listener episodes but it's always slipped my mind uh, i definitely regret uh not adding anything to the when i was 14 episode but uh, that episode was pretty stacked anyway uh, this time, uh, for songs with a girl's name in the title, I am picking a track off an album I listened to all the time when I was actually 14. From Beck's Butations, here's Oh Maria. Stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, and rock on. <laughs>
tell you that I don't like Beck or I don't care for him, but I'm starting to enjoy that guy. Good stuff. All right, here's the part of the show where I'm sick of hearing my own voice in a room by myself. So we're going to have one, two, three. We're going to be four songs in a row because three guys have mixed the intro right in with their song or their song in with their intro. And so let's just, let's just, uh, let's just rack them and stack them. God, if I ever say that phrase again, just kick me, kick me right in the shin. But I did. I racked them and stacked them. Let's rack them and stack them and rock them. I could go on, but I'm taking a break. Hi, Pat and the rock solid listeners. This is Jamie Leach in Orkney, Scotland. And my submission for the Songs About Girls episode is Oh Caroline by Cheap Trick. Quickly, I'd just like to thank Pat for introducing me to Cheap Trick. Since my discovery of them, they have swiftly moved into my top artists, and their albums such as Live at Budokan and Heaven Tonight are among my favourites of all time. Anyway, enough of that. Here's O'Caroline. from Ontario, Canada. This has been my easiest pick for a listener participation show. I usually refer to my wife, Jennifer, as Jenny. So naturally, I have to choose a song with Jenny in the name. And one that's been a favorite since I was a little punk is 867-5309 Jenny by Tommy Two-Tone. Jenny has miraculously put up with me for over 20 years. She is my best friend, the love of my life, and my favorite person in the world. She's definitely the one for me, and I want to be clear that I did not get her number from the wall. I do, however, have her number on my phone. And this song is set as the personal ringtone that plays whenever she calls. So I'm an IT consultant. And last year I was presenting an important executive review meeting with a customer. And partway through the meeting, my phone rang out with the opening chords of this great 80s tune. The customer's IT director, sitting there in a suit and tie, stared down the table at me with a bit of a stink eye. 
and as I desperately tried to fish the phone out of my pocket to silence the ringer, he hesitated for a second, then smiled and said, Nice song. I haven't heard that one for ages. Okay, thanks again, Pat, for putting these fun shows together and including us listeners. Stay safe, everyone, and be thankful to all the great women and songs about women that make our world a better place. It's your occasional Words with Friends playing partner, Mike Hornacek from Charleston, South Carolina here with my contribution to the Songs About Girls episode. After thinking long and hard about this topic and sifting through the dozens of worthy candidates, I chose a great song that I'm certain nobody else will have picked. It's from Don Chaffer and Waterdeep's 2002 release, Whole Nother Deal, and it's entitled We're All Dying, Tracy James. This song is a 6 minute and 48 second slow groove that was inspired in part by the 1999 Nicolas Cage movie, Bringing Out the Dead. Musically, the song was recorded live in the studio, which contributes to the loose, slow groove, almost jam band feel that captivated me the first time I listened to it. The thing I love most about this song is that while they could have simply faded it out at between three and a half and four minutes, the band keeps the groove going, culminating in a fabulous outro solo during which Don scats over his guitar and brings everybody home by counting it down at the end. It's a perfectly executed live in the studio recording that's an especially good listen on headphones so the tiny keyboard and guitar flourishes can be heard and appreciated. So here it is. I hope you enjoy Don Chaffer and Waterdeep's 2002 song, We're All Dying, Tracy James. and rock solid listeners pat from pittsburgh pa here and my wife's name is beth like the kiss song and when i told her the theme of this week's show she said and i quote that song made seventh grade dances a nightmare for me so no offense to peter chris but beth by kiss won't be my choice 
Pat, I'm going to take you back to your roots here. Western Pennsylvania's own Donny Iris had success in 1970 with the Jaggers writing and singing The Rapper, which went to the top of the charts. And about 10 years later, he formed Donny Iris and the Cruisers and co-wrote the song Ah Leah with bandmate Mark Avsek. And even though every major label took a pass on it, Radio Airplay took off and the song made it to number 19 on the Billboard charts. And aside from being a great singer, Donnie had a quirky look, like the rock gods built him in a lab made out of parts from Buddy Holly and Eugene Levy. Google it, you'll see what I mean. And even though he has shed the bow tie and lemon yellow suit, Donnie is still rocking at 77 years young. So cue it up anywhere you want. I trust your judgment. You're the professional. Thanks, Pat, and stay safe, everyone. Great job, guys. Jamie, I'm glad I could uh, turn you on to some cheap trick. Oh, Caroline's great. David Nickel, uh, that Tommy Two-Tone song, never gets old for me. Sadly, I don't know any other Tommy Two-Tone songs. Uh, Mike, I enjoyed that song, too. Never heard it. And Pat Halferty, went to college with Pat. He recently discovered the show. Seems to be enjoying it, and his uh, his intros are killing it. So, um, thank you, guys. That was probably most people's favorite part of the entire episode, because I didn't talk for about seven and a half minutes. This guy's going to talk, though. And before I play his intro, I want to thank him. He sent me, he sent me a $20 via PayPal, and he said, use that to, uh, to purchase songs for these episodes. Because I don't, you know, sometimes the people don't attach the song and sometimes I don't own the song. So, and I don't want to deal with the, you know, the YouTube and changing it to an MP3. That's a, that's a hassle. So, uh, you know, so I buy the song from iTunes or I buy it from Amazon or wherever it's available. And uh, so thank you, Tony Greathouse, for uh, the unexpected 20 bucks. I immediately purchased an iTunes card from Amazon and then loaded it up. Otherwise that money would get lost somewhere. I might spend it on something stupid for myself and that's not what it's for. So I want to let you know that I, uh, I did what you, I did what you suggested. I didn't pocket that money. What am I going to steal money from Tony great house? Guy's got a great house. 
It's right in his name. I've seen pictures. It's fine. Hey, y'all. Tony Greathouse in East Alabama with this week's song. I like girls. I like songs. I like songs about girls. But unlike real life, it's hard to pick my favorite. I do, however, have an agenda. Much like our friend Karen and her love of Blue Rodeo, I'm starting to take every chance to boost up the drive-by truckers. So again, I'm picking a song from 2003's Decoration Day. The song is a true-to-life, or mostly true-to-life song from founder Patterson Hood. The song's name is My Sweet Annette, and it's a song of love gone bad or love gone good. It's according to whose side you're taking the song. Pat, if you play it about 20 seconds in and let it play for about a minute if you can, we'll get a good idea. I appreciate it, and y'all be sweet. Truckers, one of Tony's faves. I agree, man. Use this time to play your favorite artists. This is your this is your chance. Throw those songs at us. Make us love those artists too. Good job. I'm sitting here realizing we're about uh, a little over halfway through this episode. And I don't know what the topic is going to be for the next uh, listener-curated episode. So I got to come up with one. And quick. Fast. Fastly. Quickly. Do I pick an artist? Hmm. I'm going to have to think about it, guys. I hope I come up with one. Some people have sent me suggestions. I like them. I like the suggestions. I'm not, uh, I'm just not sold on them. I'll come up with something. Until I do, let's hear this guy. 
Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Ricks from Columbus, Ohio. For today's podcast topic, Songs with Women's Name and the Song Title, I chose an artist rarely heard on this podcast. That artist is Pat Travers, and the song I chose is Amanda from his 1993 album called Just a Touch. The song features on bass Greg Chason, best known for being the bassist alongside guitarist Jakey Lee and the band Badlands. On drums is Ansley Dunbar, best known for his work with bands such as Journey, Frank Zappa and the Mother's Invention, Jefferson Starship, and many other artists and bands. Pat, you can start this at the 138 mark. Thanks, Pat. You and your listeners be safe. Enchantment in your eyes Your young smile is so I've never heard uh, that Pat Travers song called Amanda, but I have heard a song called Amanda. And because of that, we have a title fight. no idea why this Boston album, Third Stage, hasn't been remastered or re-released in some capacity. The original CD, it just, it's recorded so low, the mastering, it's just, uh, like every, every other song today has like, uh, you know, been blasting, and then this was just so sonically inferior. Those are the words I'm using. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I might have a topic. I might have uh, thought of one. Here we go. Hi, Pat and rock solid listener world. John Logsdon here checking in from Des Moines, Iowa. Songs about girls. There are many to choose from with girls' names in the titles. I've chosen Jennifer a song by the Eurythmics on their Sweet Dreams Are Made of This record. Sweet Dreams Are Made of This is probably one of my first introductions to 
uh, this what was going to be a very much an obsession uh, of electronic music, at least in 1983. And I remember listening to it for the first time and just being amazed. And not only the music, but uh, Annie Lennox's voice. As it turns out, Dave Stewart's uh, incredible talent on many instruments. Anyway, this song is lyrically very simple, has the same verse repeated three times, and it builds. It's a slow jam. Probably you can start it anywhere, but I'd suggest starting it at the beginning of the third verse, which is around 242, so that you can sort of see where it's going and features some of Dave Stewart's guitar playing at the end of that verse. Maybe this is unusual choice, but this record is completely listenable from end to end without any skips. I probably listen to it monthly or every other month because it's just such an amazing record. So enjoy Jennifer with the orange hair. that song maybe played a little bit more than I uh, than I normally would have good job John Logsdon I liked it Things, Pat there's lots of songs about girls my choice for this episode though is a song about a specific girl in this case a woman. I think I missed part of his intro I'm gonna start it over greetings Pat there's lots of songs about girls I don't know what's happening with it. This is Travis Hoffman. And I don't know what's happening to some of these uh, files this week. So I apologize. Okay, Travis. Here we go. Travis Hoffman. Greetings, Pat. There's lots of songs about girls. My choice for this episode, though, is a song about a specific girl. In this case, a woman. Her name was Sandy Allen. And this is a song from Crowded House off their Time and Tide album written after Neil met Sandy Allen, who, as he will tell you, was the tallest woman in the world at the time. Take care, stay safe. Like a little 
Sandy Allen, Travis, I think you said the band was Crowded House, but it's actually Split Ends from Time and Tide. So, just correcting you. It's not like I don't make a mistake. Every day. Every day I make a mistake. Just move on. Gabba Gabba Hey Rock Solid Nation It is Jeff The Rock and Roll Frankfurter And as I record Today is July 8th 2020 Which happens to be Beck's 50th birthday So my pick Is one of the greatest Falsetto love songs And that is Debra uh, Which is off The Midnight Vultures album From 1999 Short version uh, This is a Epic love story song about meeting a girl named Jenny who works at J.C. Penny and wanting to get with her and her sister. I think her name is Deborah. So whether he is your favorite 90s Gen X slacker or just your favorite weirdo Scientologist, I say crank it and stay frosty. That's right for the picking. Frank actually suggested that the uh, this episode be called Girls, Girls, Girls. So I said, yes, yes, yes. Even though that makes me think of Motley Crue and I hate Motley Crue now. Hate him. Hate him. Hello, Pat, and to all the rock solid listeners tuning in around the world. This is Steve Perry from Sydney with my inclusion for this week's bonus Monday bonus episode. The track that I have chosen is Victoria, and it's off the Kinks, Arthur, or the Decline and Fall of the British Empire. One of my favourite albums of all time. And um, it's also the name of one of my daughters. So here it is, the Kinks with Victoria. Sex was bad, called scene, and the rich were so mean, stayed behind. 
right, Victoria from the album Arthur. That was in mono because I like to play the mono when I get a chance. I always say that, but I don't care. I like it. I just like it. Now, this song, this song is off a Steely Dan album. We're actually going to be doing a track by track of this album and the album that followed it. Going to be doing that with Murray. You're going to hear that pretty soon. But right now, let's just hear this song from that album that I haven't told you what the title of the album is yet or what the song is. This guy will do it. Hello, it's Kevin Winch from the Show Me State. With so many songs with girls' names in the title, I thought I would dig deep in my library. But why overthink it when one, if not your favorite song, fits the bill? My pick is Steely Dan's Peg. It's the lead single from their late 77 album, Asia. I remain hopeful that Rock Solid will do a Steely Dan show sometime. While this is one of Donald Fagan's masterpieces, the MVP is session guitarist Jay Graydon, who lays down a sizzling guitar solo in both the middle and the fade out. Pat, thanks for the invitation, and if you want some of that tasty guitar solo, you can start at 145. choice Kevin it's a great guitar solo good tune good album now we're gonna hear a little bit about uh, about a uh, a woman who's a little bit of a, of a Looney Tunes was that fair is that a fair assessment hello Pat and hello solid rockers and music fans it's me Eric of Aragon a lot of times when I find artists I hadn't heard of before, it's, it's through cover songs uh, covered by some of my favorite groups or singers. So in 1993, when an album called Sweet Relief, a benefit for Victoria Williams was released, Pearl Jam happened to be amongst those artists that had gotten together to help uh, Williams as she had been diagnosed the year before with multiple sclerosis and she had zero um, health insurance so this was to help pay off her medical bills. Uh, this is a case where the cover by Pearl Jam was released before Victoria Williams' version of the song, which came out a year later. Pearl Jam's version is a fan favorite and a staple during their live shows and I urge you to seek it out on YouTube 
any of their performances, including some with Victoria Williams. Um, but here I present to you, in all its glory, the author herself, Victoria Williams, singing about wild-eyed Crazy Mary. Thanks, Pat. She lived on a curve in the road, an old tar paper shack. South side of the town On the wrong side of the tracks Sometimes on the way into town We say, Mama, can't we stop and give a ride? Sometimes we did But she shook her head And her hands flew from her side Wild eyed That's a great tune. It, it, it felt a little creepy. Gave me a little bit of a chill. Very nice, Eric. Very, very good. All right, this next guy, he's been getting uh, compliments on his voice. Some people say this guy's got a great radio voice. I can't argue that. I think he's participated every week. And that's cool. You you can participate every week in these. Don't be shy. You know? Because what happens is, like, literally I'll have no one. I'll have, like, five submissions. And I'm like, oh, boy, well, this is going to be interesting. And then, like, uh, the next day I've got 40. So um, don't delay. I've also got the, uh, I've also got the topic for next week, but I, I won't tell that until the end. Keep you in suspense, even though you can fast forward to right before the playout song and you'll hear what I say. All right, take it away, Mr. Hartbarger. Hello, once again, to all of my rock solid friends. It's Kevin Hartbarger checking in from Chicagoland. My lovely first wife is named Christy, so I bet you all think that means I'm going to be playing Christine 16 by Kiss. But that song is gross. How dare you? Instead, I'd like to play something from a band that I don't think has ever been played on the show before. The Chapel Hill scene of the mid-90s never quite took off nationally, even though Rolling Stone called it the next Seattle. But it was fun. Trust me, I was there. And one of my favorites was Dylan Fence. These guys should have broken big, but their live sound never quite translated to the studio. But man, were they a hot live band. This tune is from their first EP release, and it's called, appropriately enough, Francis. Sit back and groove on this awesome bit of North Carolina power pop. Enjoy, and Pat, as always, thanks for having me.
So when I got Kevin's uh, intro this week, I texted him and said, uh, your first wife, Christine, is that still your current wife? And he said, yes. So that's the joke. That's the joke. Introduce your wife as your first wife. I like it. I like that kind of stuff. I've also come to the realization that every, every guy's wife is, is way out of the guy's league. Everyone, every single wife is out of the guy's league. So I'm going to apologize to all, all women. <laughs> no one ever says, man, that dude is way out of her league. How did she get him? I rarely hear that. The other thing I hear all the time, I hear it too much. Stop it. <laughs> all right. This guy got in just under the wire. Threw me a, what was it, a Twitter message. Can I still get in on this? Yes, hurry. Hey, everybody. It's Darren Ficarelli. Getting this in last minute. Um, so in April, we lost Adam Schlesinger. He was uh, just an incredible musician, songwriter, Um known for a million things that thing you do Josie and the Pussycats crazy ex-girlfriend he wrote songs for the monkeys for Stephen Colbert uh the crybaby musical um he was in the supergroup tinted windows uh headed up a band called Ivy and most famously Fountains of Wayne this song is off of their third album Welcome Interstate Managers uh, it was like the third single it's called Hey Julie it's a great song Rock and Peace Adam Schlesinger Sometimes I catch myself staring into space Counting down the hours till I get to see your face Hey Julie, look what they're doing to me Trying to trip me up, trying to wear me down Julie, I swear it's so hard to bear it And I'd never make it through without you around No, I'd never make it through without you around How did it come to be that you and I must be Far away from each other every day Why must I spend my time Filling up my mind With facts and figures that never add up anyway They never add up anyway Love that song so much Really a great song Welcome Interstate Managers is a great album too 2003, I can't believe it's that old 17 years ago that doesn't make any sense when you say that it just doesn't all right here we go this is the last one of the episode what are we clocking in right now we're at a doable one hour and 41 minutes currently i'll uh, i'll do some more bullshit that will pump this up to about uh, two hours and 15 though so don't worry 
But this is our last uh, our last listener song. I, of course, have a playout song. But let's shine the light on someone else. Hi, Pat. Hi, Rock Solo listeners. This is Michael Van Zandt. Songs about girls. Man, there's a bunch of them. But the song I'm going to go with does have a girl's name in the title. But really, the song is about a guy. Um, you know, the average working man uh, working a boring office job and just really looking forward to getting off work, uh, maybe finding a girl, having some fun. Um, hmm. We're talking Joe Strummer, Mick Jones, Paul Seminen, Topper Heaton, The Clash from 1977, their first album. The song that kicks off the album, here's Janie Jones. Enjoy. Janie Jones. Now that kicks off the UK version of the first Clash album. Here in the US, the song that kicked it off was Clash City Rockers. Janie Jones was at uh, track nine on the album. But my Clash people tell me that uh, the UK running order is the way to go. I just happen to have both in my iTunes. because why not? Why not have uh, have everything you can possibly get your hands on? All right. So before I do the playout song, let's do a little promoting. We are at uh, on Twitter. You can follow us at Rock Solid Show. You can follow Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. And you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things Rock Solid, including our new T-shirt design. It's inspired by the Kiss army logo it's the rock solid army a couple people have ordered these and uh, they tell me that it's a sweet looking shirt and the quality's good so you can find out how to get those at rocksolidpodcast.com also if you want to support the show through patreon it is patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast prizes every week $2 a month to win prizes. $5, you get the episodes ASAP. Quickly, or soon after I record them. And for $10 a month, you get all the video content. And there's tons of it now. You just scroll through the page. It's got to be over, well over 100 videos. I put a video up every week. Sometimes the video is 20 minutes long. Sometimes the video is 4 minutes long. But there is a video there 
There is exclusive video content. All right. During this record, trying to rack my brain for a topic for next Monday for you guys to participate. And so I've started to text with my friend David Festini and texting him a couple ideas. And then he solidly agreed or liked this one. We're going to go with third albums. Send your favorite song from a third album. I always feel like the third album is a crucial album. You got the debut, then you got the sophomore. Is it a slump or a surge? And then it's like so much is riding on the third album. The third album, it's got to be good. Sometimes it's the make or break album. You know, think of uh, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. I mean, that, uh, you know, that's a seminal album for him. So that's what I'm thinking of. Third albums. Your favorite song from an artist's third album. Have your intros come in a little under two minutes. Don't forget to introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Pat, and I'm from Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Let us know where you're from. Even if you've done it in the past, sometimes people haven't heard all these episodes. They jump around, they cherry pick whatever episode looks interesting to them. So do it every time. It's not repetitive. Don't worry. It'll be fine. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the shows. Stay safe, healthy, and well. Wear a mask. Do all the stuff we're supposed to do. Wash your hands. And um, and that's it. Now the song. I was originally going to call this episode Songs About Girls. But then, uh, then Jeff Frank convinced me to call it Girls, Girls, Girls. But my playout song is not a song that has a girl's name in the title. The song is called Songs About Girls. It's by an artist I like, Billy Falcon, from his 2003 album, Songs About Girls. And so that's going to be the playout song. So everyone have a, have a great week. And listen to the Mike Reno episode Thursday. And I will listen to your intros and your songs a week from today. See you. I spend my life writing songs about girls. I spend my life writing songs about girls. Five cups of coffee before ten. A yellow pad and a black ink pen. I was kissing her, she caught me taking notes. But now she's gone, that's all she wrote.